Do you have a mission statement? Do you have a clear defined goal about why you're running and why you are actually doing the sport? And are you where you want to be as a runner? And if not, why not? What needs to change? Hey, it's an exciting show. Stay tuned. But first, the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Uh, Yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Where brain training becomes doable. Where learning to improve your thoughts is learnable. Welcome to Advanced Endurance Coaching Podcast. Check us out on www.hypnorun.com, bringing you top-notch solutions if you're interested in becoming a better runner, that is. Hey, Listen, there are no ads, no four-minute words from my non-existing sponsors, you know, nothing, no sports strings advertisement. If you you want real hands-on advice to improve how you think or how you refer to your running, then this is the place to be. And I'm very glad you chose this show. There, There are so many shows you could have chosen, but you came back to this one. High five, smart move. Hey, smart listener you are. I don't know where you are, but here in Europe, summer is full swing, really. It's a great season. This is the the no excuses season, isn't it? But if you had good, maybe excellent excuses in winter, I suppose you also have good, excellent excuses in summer. Okay, except those of you that live up north, like northern Canada or Scandinavia, I agree not running whilst the blizzard is on. I fully get that. I fully understand it. Of course, there is there is a treadmill. <laughs> oh, I, I read this on Twitter the other day. It said, when when I'm, I hate this, when I'm running on the treadmill for half an hour and look down to see it's been four minutes. <laughs> I, I can relate to that. I think I spent perhaps no more than two winters where I ran on a treadmill. Uh, there was too much ice on the pavements and a high risk of, of injury, of course, when you run in such conditions. And that really sums up my uh, treadmill running experience. Perhaps even worse, it felt like an hour and I'd hardly covered a kilometer. Oh my goodness, difficult running on treadmills. Anyway, as a runner, you spend a lot of time, well, running. You should. It's normal that there will be times when you are ready to go and you're full of enthusiasm and you're all fired up and you can't wait to go out there. And there are other days where... Ah, something is there, something is is holding you back, the weather is great, and actually you have time, and maybe you even got new running gear, ooh, new running shoes, new running socks, oh, hang on, I know, those compression socks that are going to make you run faster, (laughs) they they finally arrived, and you could test them, but mm -mm, nope, something is there, it's like a invisible wall it's like a hurdle you cannot overcome and and by now if you've been listening to the show you know that you're experiencing a lack of intrinsic motivation yep you can't blame anybody on that one it's you (laughs) sorry that means that you're connecting with your internal reasons and desires such as running for enjoyment or improvement as opposed to external or intrinsic motivators such as praise or or placing well in your in your next run (laughs) Great, thanks, Heiko, but how do we access this, this intrinsic motivation? I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. It's down to you. There, show's finished. <laughs> it's down to you. <laughs> you have to do something. You need to make the first move, so to speak. Now, first thing is, you need to be aware what and how this is happening. And there are runners that run far below their potential. Why? Because they never took the time to analyze and, and reflect what is actually happening. 
I mean, hours spent not procrastinating, but filling the time with tasks that distract from running. And look, we are creatures of habit. If you decide now is the time to go and clean the kitchen, who always leaves this mess anyway? Or now is the time to just do a bit of gardening, you know? Maybe the thoughts are going there because it seems like it's a less a less stressful task, like it's the easier task to do, it's the easier option, and then the internal thinking process, gears moving, clogs clunking, you know, the, the routine you have created, it takes over, it's like a, wow, it's like an invisible path you're on, and of course, whilst you're on this path, the thought of running gets puts aside, especially if it's a thought of uh, hill repeats or, or track training, <laughs> and maybe you really just don't like it, and it's, oh, you know, it's Thursday, and you're supposed to, oh, or let me share some internal, it's actually even confidential information here. Some, some really persistent excuses havers, and yes, that's a word I created, excuses havers. They will go so far explaining and arguing for the limitations that, heck, even I feel like, pack it in. I mean, let me sell my running shoes, you know. <laughs> and he or she's right. There's no way. No way. I'm exaggerating a bit, but you get my point. And you know what usually the big surprise is? I mean, I'm pretty sure you have an iPhone or an Android. What I then usually do is I just ask the excuses haver, the pro-level excuses haver, just, just have a look at your daily screen time. Now, on the iPhone, it's a very simple, just press one button and it'll show you how many hours you've spent. I'm sure it's pretty much the same on the Android. And that is a revelation. It's like, what? You spend six hours looking at your phone and then, and then wait for it. The pro excuses have it. We'll be able to justify the six, seven or eight hours. Well, hang on, hang on, coach. You know, I, I was using Spotify or I was watching educational videos on YouTube. Oh, come on, gee. Look, at the end of the day. It means you had your little device in your hand for too many hours. That's it. There's no arguing. And I don't think that these iPhone or Android statistics lie. I think they're pretty accurate. You took the phone in your hand. You, um, you pressed in your code. You looked at it. You looked at messages. You, you handled it. You gave it thought, brain power. And if you know a runner like that and you are maybe already fed up asking him or her to join you and it isn't your problem but you want to help, here's a process that works. That if done correctly, it'll do the trick. See, the excuses have a runner and I'm pretty sure the Encyclopedia Britannica is going to take that word up pretty soon. I can hear my phone ring already. Did you invent the word excuses have a? Yes, that is me. <laughs> the excuses have a runner has already manifested this, this thinking process in his brain. It's the same when you get inside your car. Okay, just imagine getting inside your car. You don't need to look where the ignition is or you don't look at the dashboard and like, oh, let me look at all these instruments and like, is everything fine? Is, is you know, no, you, you get inside your car, you put on the safety belt, I hope, and then, you, and then you drive. It just happens automatically. It's a routine and the excuses have it. He has a powerful routine. And to break this, there needs to be a new goal, a new target. Now, that's not just me saying that. I mean, why do you think Tony Robbins, you know, why do you think he has and still is teaching goal settings, goal setting workshops? I don't know, for over 30 years? Because it's a vital element. And yes, many runners don't want to hear this. It's, it's, it's like, oh, it's just a hobby for me. I just run for fun. Okay, but if you are in the excuses making business, you are under your potential. And what a waste it is. Time flies too quickly to not try and go for the, for the best inside of you. And if you don't like the word goal setting, replace it with a mission statement. 
That is simply a statement of purpose, an aspiration, a direction that defines or captures what drives you to run. What, you know, really, it's defining and it captures what drives you to run. And, and this task, it needs time. It's not a five-minute exercise. I know, I know, Twitter is just a five-minute thing. Facebook is a five-minute thing. Everything is a five-minute thing. But nothing that is so quick and easy to obtain is really worth it. Good things take time. And I'm pretty sure that you can come up with a powerful mission statement faster than baking a chocolate cake out of the box recipe. Mmm, chocolate cake. What's it going to take you? you know, mixing and everything 15 minutes and put it inside the oven. You wait an hour. That's an hour and 15 minutes. You can do it whilst you're baking the chocolate cake. Okay, back to the point. Most successful runners in amateur sport that I've met or trained, and this... And this is in running or in swimming. They had a mission statement. And let me explain why I want to bring in some swim coaching experience here. Sometimes I would meet an, as an aspiring swimmer. It means a person, they were great runners usually, wanted to take part in a triathlon, but for years they couldn't master the swim. Maybe, you know, they could swim breaststroke, but definitely not crawl. And there's a huge difference. You know, running almost anyone can do. But swimming isn't something you can just try. I mean, you might drown. And, you know, you're very self-conscious. You go to the swimming pool with somebody who's like, he's a good athlete. He's a good runner. Now we're going to get inside the water. Next thing, he's out of the element. And other swimmers are looking at you. And you see, uh, you, you as the learner swimmer, you see the other swimmers that are running. They're just, they're sorry, they're swimming through the water. They're just plowing through. It looks effortless. So you're very self-conscious. And then there are swimmers that have a fear of, of the deep end of the pool. And there are swimmers who completely feel stressed by putting their head on the water. And those people that then actually progress uh, to participate in a triathlon that really reached their dreams. And I've, I've experienced such moments where I've trained athletes that, that couldn't swim and then they did a triathlon and it took months. And they were the ones who were brave enough to write that goal on a piece of paper. Da -da, drum roll, drum roll. And the words they wrote got redefined. They changed them. They made them better. Now what I'm saying is that this is actually the most powerful tool you have at your disposal. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to waste money on an app that will save you something or buy a book that you won't read fully and you're not going to do the exercises and you can't even relate to the contents. You know, there are wonderful books out there. Brain Training for, for Runners by Matt Fritz-Gerald. Nearly 600 pages. You know, that's if you... That's too much. If you're struggling, you know, to even go out and you're going to read that book, it's not going to help you. It won't. But when you have your own mission statement, it will help to, to like fuel your internal fire. And don't imagine a huge bonfire now. No, that comes later. Every fire starts from a small spark. We forget that sometimes. You know, I was camping last weekend, beautiful hot summer evening, and of course, I wanted to light a fire, you know, just some dry leaves and some branches. I'm, I'm not the guy like, let's pour on some lighter fluid. Hey, fill me, watch this, watch this, I'm going to put, no, or let's add some pit. No, just <laughs> dry leaves, some branches, and then a log of wood. And then, of course, it starts with what? A small matchstick. It's a small flame, and then it takes time for those dry leaves to catch fire. You've got to take care. You've got to, you know, and then the branches, and then it takes even more time until the fire reaches a real, a real hot temperature, doesn't it? But somehow, the excuses have us. <laughs> they forgot that. They have this picture in their minds of huge bonfires, you know, this expectation that the flames ignite, a whole bushfire, a whole forest is burning. <laughs> 
listen, th- there must be a reason that companies and organizations invest thousands of dollars and man hours to define a, a mission statement. And you must too. If, if you want to create a mission statement, you know, there are actually four easy steps to take you through this, this whole process. And it's like crafting a personal running mission statement. It's a great way to, to capture your your intentions, you know, it's, it's a statement that's centered specifically on your running practice. And, and it can inspire, it will inspire and energize you by really emphasizing a, and this is important, a process-focused attitude towards running. That's what you want, a process-focused attitude towards training. That Then you can overcome anything. You have a process-focused attitude to the run plan. And look... Some mission statements, they will be a single sentence, while others may be as long as a paragraph. And as you work to come up with a statement, you need to reflect on the following questions and and try listening to the reasons you actually run. Ask yourself, what what is it about running that you're drawn to? What draws you to running? And what do you hope to gain actually from running? And then you have them. What are your strengths as a runner? There is some strength you're having. And how does your running contribute to the, to the greater good of your life? This is a big question. Your family, and the people around you. You know, it might be something like to get physical and mental balance in life. That's a start. You can work with that. Or to, to carry forth the joy, you know, uh, I gain from running. And, and to take it over in my other roles as a mum, as, as a wife, as a husband, as a friend, you know. Or to finally do that marathon. Or perhaps to become the best runner you can be. Now, keep in mind that your sense of purpose may change depending on the stage of life you're in. So it is necessary to revisit your mission statement. If I look at my old notebooks here, I've got various different mission statements. You know, at some time I wanted to be extremely fast, other time I wanted to run extremely far. And it changes. And once you've pinned down a greater reason to run, think about how that how that fits with your goals for the season because it's going to be winter soon. You know, the, the longest day of the year was 21st of June and now we're on the 24th of June. That means what? Wow, oh, geez, it's already heading back towards winter. <laughs> okay, so Heiko, I wrote it down. I spent an hour on it. Now what? See, geez, you, you get those runners as well. Wow, I wrote it down. Now what? Nothing's happened so far. Okay, hang on. What's going to happen is this new belief it leads to a, another drum roll, a winning attitude. And you might not feel like a winner, but a winning attitude. This is the first step. You didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah, I mean, actually, from the outside, nothing changed. You know, you're still waiting for that cake to come out of the oven. <laughs> actually, you might still have, you might still not have even gone for a run. Or you only have a sheet of paper with some words on it. Yes, on the outside, that is true. But what, my future champion, what happened inside of you, inside your brain? You actually overcame your limiting belief. Boom, without realizing. You started working inside yourself and you didn't believe everything you think. You started reassessing your possibilities. And why is this so important? It's because you have two major functions in the mind, the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. The conscious mind is that part of the mind that makes all the decisions for you. It it analyzes, it criticizes, it reasons, it accepts, and it rejects. And it's like the thinking brain. Uh, 
Then you have the unconscious mind and the unconscious mind. This is where we're working. It's the part of mind that operates the body. It's primary functions. It manages your emotions. It, it stores your beliefs, your values, and your memories for later recall. It, it operates a lot like the operating system on your computer. And a belief is similar to a computer gram program or application that resides on an operating system. It's a set of instructions that the computer or your brain can run when it's told to. And what you need to do is get yourself to have a belief implanted in your power brain that you belong to a different level, a level of a runner. You need to believe in the cells of your body and every fiber, every blood vessel <laughs> that not only can you, can you run and achieve your run goals, Wow, how powerful is that? And if you do this right, it's going to be a goosebump moment. Only you can do it. If you as an excuses haver can pull this off, then everything else, I guarantee you, it will fall into place. And procrastination won't be an issue. Performance anxiety won't be an issue. Rather, the result will be you're thinking about running, you're preparing to run, or even race to the best of your abilities. And yes, sometimes a month or six weeks into this new habit, you maybe still haven't overcome the struggles. It's still difficult. And then it's time to use a trick because you're nearly there. Don't give up now. And it will come. That slope will come. The way to do this is adopt a very nice saying, fake it until you make it. Or you can modify it. You can fake and pretend beliefs until they become real. But fake it until you make it is a better one. And I'd like to give you a key to, to making it work in real life. It starts with understanding what the word winning really means. For example, winning for a runner can just be going out, who currently just goes out twice a week, runs far too slow, could mean it's a win if suddenly he or she is running three times a week, it's a win if he or she decides to run at a faster pace, just one kilometer out of five. Or a win can be to run a new route. Your thinking mind has to give permission before you can install the running belief. And all you want to shoot for is that next, that, that next thought level. And this, you know, repetition is the key to fostering beliefs. <laughs> That's what got you where you are now. And from there, it's really not that complicated. With, with unwavering repetition, celebrating your win, you will be able to achieve your, your, your run dreams, which are currently just still inside of you, and you can make them into reality, doable. And you can never contradict yourself on this. You can't say things that are the opposite of that if you want your mission statement to stick. You can't go to your friends and say, oh, well, you know, gee, I, I couldn't do it. I didn't have time. No, because you've written it down. And, and if you fail somewhere or you disappoint yourself, hey, tearing yourself down to, to then build yourself up, don't do it. It'll only undermine your efforts at instilling the winning belief system you want to have. So just be consistent. Being consistent whether it is what gets it into the unconscious or the, the power mind. So get yourself to repeat back to you this mission statement and do everything you can to repeat it as often as possible. Hey, I'm going to become the best runner I can be. I'm going to run that 10K in sub-50 minutes. Oh, oh my goodness. What a show today. Oh, I got a bit carried away there, <laughs> but it's my passion. But thank you very much for listening. Hey, I want to invite you to check out our run programs on hitnorun.com if you enjoyed this. It's close to four hours of online video tutorials giving you hands-on training how you will help yourself improve as a runner. Hope you will move forward. Really, I really do. And if you're struggling with this, send me a mail. I'd love to hear from you. Hey, remember... It even says in the Bible, make the best use of your time because the days are evil. So indeed, 
They are. Stay a healthy runner. Share this. Send this to someone who you know needs to hear this. Advanced Endurance Coaching, where we help you become a better, stronger, and smarter runner. Online tools created for runners. Hey, buy me a runner. No risk, proven concepts. You're just a click away. Hey, thanks for listening, for your trust. My name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy. Take it easy.